we love you bless this morning bless your people we give you all the praise thank you oh god we submit our hearts we bind every assignment of hell and we open our ears to hear what the spirit of the lord has to say to your church we thank you we thank you in jesus name if you love him can you say amen 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 and amen how many of you love jesus this morning i said how many of you love jesus this morning If you have your Bibles, can you stand to your feet? If you have your Bibles, let's go to Jeremiah 29. Jeremiah 29. And we're going to read verse 11 through 14. We have been speaking from the subject, the end of me. And I want to teach you how important the word of god is to you and should be to you how many are you ready to move forward in your life i said how many are ready to move forward in your life hallelujah there's something about god that's fighting for you but i want to teach you how to respond properly how many of sometime what you're not and what you're not becoming is your lack of response to what is come on you got to learn how to respond so this morning i want to teach you how to be word wrapped how to be word wrapped somebody say word wrap come on say word wrap me lord Jeremiah 29, 11. We just want to be with you, God. We just want to be with you, God. Lift your hands really quickly. We just want to be with you. Take a deep breath. Bless every soul. Kura must. We need you, Jesus. Precious Jesus. Sweet and wonderful Savior. Sweet and wonderful Savior. Sweet and wonderful Savior. Oh, he's here right now. Sweet and wonderful Savior. Mm, Jesus. Sweet and wonderful Savior. Oh, God, we need you. Oh, Jesus, we love you. 
touch right now touch right now heal right now heal right now deliver right now in the name of Jesus he's turning it around for you I said he's turning it around for you we give you praise Father, I ask you to let every heart deficit give them a flow this morning. Give them a flow this morning. We need your presence. We break every condemning thought. Every self-evaluation. We lay it down this morning. We just want to know you. We love you. Jesus, Jeremiah 29. Before I even start, you have to learn the movements of God. You got to learn the what? The movements of God. Saints, sometimes lives are too busy your life is too busy it's too what busy learn to entertain the presence of god before you get busy learn to do what you got to learn to get in the presence of god before you get busy Life will suck you out if you don't have anything that can contain your busyness. You got to understand God wants you. He has a reason. He has a purpose for your life. Get the main thing before you go to do anything. Get the main thing before you go do what? Learn to get the main thing. Understand the main thing before you go do anything. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. We give you praise. And it reads, for I know the plans. I know the what? The what? The plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil. To give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart how much how much i will be found by you declares the lord i will restore you your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and all the places i i i have driven you declares the Lord 
and I will bring you back to the place from where I sent you into exile. Father, we ask you to speak this morning. I take a step back as you take a step forward. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We're here for no other reason but to worship you. We're here for no other reason but to adore you. We need you, God. Bless it now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated if you will need. For I know the plans that I have for you. Plans to prosper you. Somebody say prosper. Plans of welfare, not evil. To give you a future and a hope. God ultimately has plans already for you. God has what? Somebody say, God has plans for my life. The fact that he says that I have plans for your life already exposes that we don't have to have, watch this, to figure out plans for our life. What did I just say? We don't have to figure out plans for our life. What we do have to do is discover the plans for our life. Discovery and figuring out are two different things. If I'm in, uh, 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 if I'm, I'm making things up along the way, if I'm, if I'm looking for my plans, okay, I can put in my plan what I want to put in it. But if I'm in discovery of the plans, it means that I'm already just, I'm, I'm, all I'm doing is discovering a pre-made plan. Amen. I'm glad one got excited about that because that tells me that it's, I, I don't have to try to know everything about everything. I just got to know everything about one thing. Y'all better hear me. I don't have to know everything about everything. I just need to know everything about one thing. So the problem is when I'm trying to figure out my life, I can act too. It's too busy. How many of you feel like the world is busy? I don't know about you. I feel like it's just busy. In fact, without prayer, I, I, I mean, I would have lost my mind. I don't know about you. It's just too much going on. So you have to realize that God did not try to help you to try to know everything outside of knowing the one thing there are there are uh, um, definites and determinants that would detour your destiny and you have to understand the divine determinants that's associated to the one thing that gets you the all thing somebody says the one thing that gets me to everything what if it was one thing that gets you to everything What if it was about one thing that will get me to everything? But I'm worried about everything and I'm losing my... Okay, we're going somewhere. Yeah, I, I got to be careful of worrying about 
everything. That's that that's anxious. That's that's depression on, on steroids. Because it's impossible to not worry about everything when you're living this type of life. But God did not call me to, to, to focus on everything outside of the after you have been risen with Christ, now seek those things which are above. So there's a one thing that matters that will help you to interpret everything for your life. Can you say amen? Now, I need you to understand that God has a purpose and he has a what? Plan. And his plan is perfect for you. He, he, he planned a hope and a future for you, which means you're not here by accident. I know you come from a family, you feel like maybe being an accident. Somebody say, I'm not an accident. You were planned before the plan. Well, you say, but you don't know how my mom and daddy did it. They didn't do your plan, but you didn't know that was my plan. All right, hallelujah. We're going to get down the word. Yeah, it's still the plan. Because I got the plan inside of the plan. <laughs> Somebody said I was made on purpose. Come on, I was made on purpose. God chose me out of how many millions? I got any doctors in here? How many, how many cells were fighting? Y'all telling me I made it out of all of them? Oh, man, I'm a bad boy. Yeah, listen, listen, don't race me. Is it mil it's millions? Is it billions or millions? Mil it's millions. You won the race out of, oh, God, millions. And the race started before you even met it. Which means if you are here, you was already here before you knew that you was here. Y'all better hear how God our good is. No, 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 no. What you're dealing with are facts about life. That's not the truth about your original intent. You were already here before you knew there was a here. Do not use your life and think that you're an accident. God had pre-planned you. Somebody say he pre-planned me. I'm not an accident. I don't care what your mama said, your daddy said, your neighbor said, your uncle said, your friend said. I don't care who said it. You're not an accident. If you are breathing in your body, God had a plan for your life. And so if he already predestined a plan, he already finished the works from the get-go. It's already finished. So I have a finish me and I have a working out me. Ah, Yatura. Uh, come on, I'm about to discover the finish me. And if I realize the finish me, I can hold faith a little longer. I got a finish me that was preordained from the foundations of the world. Yet the devil has an agenda. He has an agenda to make me not see what I was. Watch this. I said what I was, not what I'm going to be. Y'all better hear me. See, the problem is we keep thinking we're going to a future. You're actually going back to the beginning. 
All right, all right, all right. I'm just going to my, no, no, you're not going to the future. You're going to the beginning because he's a beginning and he ended. So really, I'm going back to my original self. In Christ. Somebody say, in Christ. There was a me in Christ. And when I interface the me that was in Christ, I know that I'm an overcomer. I wish I had somebody in here. I know that I'm saved. I know that I can do all things. All things are possible for me. So you have to understand that I have a plan for you. Plans to prosper you. Not only that I have a plan. See, I didn't make that plan religious like we make it. I, no, 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 no. I didn't tell you just my plan is just you go to church. See, the problem is you only know tongues for church. Okay. You only know prayer for church. You only know prayer in your problem. What about the prayer for the business idea? All right, okay. What about the prayer for the book? What about the prayer to lead something, to govern something, to do something? Oh, see, that's how we lost. You see, if I said about the church thing, you're excited, but you don't know the God that's in every ecosystem. So God is trying to get us out of our box and know that I have a plan for you, plans to prosper you. I wish above all else that you prosper, that you what? I wish somebody read their Bible, that you prosper, be in good health, prosper in every area. You know why? Because he owns all things and all things are yours and you are Christ and Christ is God's, which means what you keep running from, it actually owns, you own it. You just don't know you own it yet. It's like being in a house and don't know what's yours. Refrigerator full, but you talking about? We never eat. It's like I bring my children to her house and they act like they ain't never ate before. Ain't that a tragedy? You don't, you gotta understand who you are. You gotta understand what? Who you are. But you know, I know who I am in Christ, but you know, I just got, no, 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 no. You got to know who you are. I plan to prosper you. I plan to do what? If my plan was to prosper you, watch this. My plan was bigger than your salvation. You made my plan only salvation. You made it that. I didn't make it that. Uh-oh, we about to go somewhere. So you only, watch this, hold me to the salvation part. Everything else, you don't even think about me. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. When it comes to everything else, you're still governed by something else. Because you only made me about your salvation. And you call the hellion as if they don't have faith. No, they do have faith. They have faith, more faith than you in money. Can I touch this just a little bit? They have more faith than the church in money. You say, what do you mean? No, they have more faith than you. They don't have the soul salvation faith, but they have more faith in money. They took your book and teaching you more than what you know. Because you only put God to salvation. You just want to be saved. And you go outside and then your life is messed up and you're wondering why you messed up. Not knowing that God wants to please your soul. 
But for him to please your soul, you've got to understand, stop putting him in a box. There is no need to pray if it's just about salvation. You got that when you believe. So the question becomes, what in the world are you praying for unless you're recycling sin? But I'm only recycling sin if I'm not productively producing in all things. Y'all stand with me. If I'm not productively and proactively producing in all things, I don't have nothing to pray for other than staying back into where I was. But it's interesting. You have plans for what they use you for. They gave you plans. And you've mastered them. You change your behavior for them. You change your time sleeping pattern for them. Uh-oh, we're going to get somewhere. Oh, no, you said, you said God is your control. No, 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 no. Let's look at who's really controlling. You know why? Because there's something bigger that we're not seeing. The reason why we don't worship God the way we need to worship him, because we come to church to do church. We're not trying to dissect a mystery. I want to know my next step. So I don't care who around me. Excuse me. I'm about to worship the Lord because I need something. I, I need the next step of my life. It's, the, him to me is personal. Tell somebody, I got to make him personal to me. So he has plans for your life. In fact, he said, I wish above all else that you, I wish above all, I wish above what? How much? All else. So everything that you're going to do, I wish you're going to go all that. That you and being even as your so your soul should be commensurate to your prosperity. I feel like this message is about to shift in just a second. When your soul is not commensurate, that's the danger of deception. God, you want to talk about this today? Hallelujah. Can, can I help you out with something? See, many of you, let, let, me, let me show you how good you have it. Many of you are mad because you didn't grow up rich. Can I deal with this issue? You're mad because you didn't grow up with the things. What you don't know on the flip side of that is the Bible says it's actually harder for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. <laughs> so we got two battles. We got the battle of those who are fighting because they're mad because they didn't have nothing. And we got the battle of those who are rich, but because they got everything, they don't even know why they need to serve God. And you don't know, it's actually a little better to go from broke to prosperity. Just a little bit, because he's saying it's hard for, it's, it's oh, it's, it's not hard for the poor because they need something. But those who don't have a need, uh, I, I need, I got master teachers dealing with them. They, they tough. Because they, they have things done. 
So much so, one was in hell saying, he's still, he's still using management principles. Tell, tell one of them, go give a cup, dip, just dip my finger in some water. He's using, okay, let me leave that alone. You have to understand, it doesn't matter where you started. God knows the perfect place to develop you for where he's going. Tell somebody, get out of that mindset. You're in the best place you should be. You know why? Because God want to help you understand the rest. Somebody say, God want to help me understand the rest. Your issue is God's promise. Your problem is God's opportunity to help you know him. Can you say amen? So I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to what? Prosper you to give you a hope and a what? Now the question is, who's giving it to you? Who? God. If the hope and the future is not settled in you, it's not you yet. So God designed a, pa a pattern and a place so you can prosper. Because remember, above all else, he wished that you what? Prosper and be in good. Even as, that would make sense. Because if, if I'm going to be like God, is he lacking anywhere? Is he lacking anywhere? No. So when do we make it a blessing in the church for lack? I'm still trying to figure out this extreme gospel where we talk about prosperity gospel and we talk about broke gospel. We got those who talk about the problem and then we make movies about it. And I'm like, they don't even understand the word. It's an extreme. You know, we just need to give. And it, yeah, but don't you have a YouTube channel you're getting money from? See, we haven't figured it. Okay, yeah, all right. Y'all don't think like that. Okay. You got to think. The same preacher or same person talking about it's all about ministry, still putting out books. But you took the doctrine that it's not about this, but he getting a check. I'm a little confused. So who determines the job that he get for his family? Is this too much? We take on doctrines and belief systems, and we don't know where they come from. But we don't know as we're holding them up, we're living from them. So even if God spoke, you're not going to listen. Because you're stuck in what they said. Tell somebody, hold to the real truth. God is trying to help us to understand I am trying to get you to what I designed you to be. You are discovering the you that I designed you to what? To be. You're not making it up as you go. I need you to realize you're discovering it. The more that you see it, the more that you're going to stand in it. So the, the reality of it is you don't have to worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has its own issues. What I need you to do is interface you what you're supposed to be today. What did I make you for today? 
Can you say amen? Go to Proverbs 4, 7 through 9 for me real quick. I'm sorry, go to Proverbs 16, 9 real quick. I'm sorry. Proverbs 16, 9. We got to do, do this first. Proverbs 16, 9. Are y'all ready? Let's read this together. You ready? One, two, three. A man's heart plans his ways, but the Lord directs his. Okay, who plans the ways? Man's. Now, I thought God had a plan for me. I thought what? God, because he said, I have what? A plan. What he's saying is, when you have my heart, when my heart is connected with yours, my plan become your plan. Ah. So if your steps are wrong, watch this, it should be proven by the plan. Oh, y'all not hearing me. If I direct the steps based on the plan, now know that my steps is according to my plan, not yours. So if you're not getting the steps, maybe we have to realign the, the plan. God, I never know where to go. I never know. Okay, so maybe we got to re-situate the plan. Because he said a man hearts creates the what? His plan. Now, the problem with the church is nobody have nothing wrote down. Where's your plan? You know why we don't have a plan? Because they already made it for you. They've learned how to take your gift and use it for their good. And we come into church and we only give God enough for salvation. We leave our gifts for everything out there. Pastor, because I don't, I don't see that money thing, you know, and I don't even like to talk about it. You know, it, it's church, you know, you don't, you know, the, the money, you know, you, you know, but the Bible says all things are his. And it's, it, 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 and your prosperity is in the house. So why not talk about it? Why not what? Tell somebody, let's talk about it, baby. Let's go down the road of it. You know, because I can't live a split life. God, either you have it or you don't. No, 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 no. Put them on. You, you God, right? Either you have it or you don't. So if you're God, I better know it, but it, you God. I don't serve. I'm telling you, I don't serve a weak God. You know, I don't just put him. No, 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 no. I do not serve a weak God. I put him to the test. He likes it. I don't be, I'm not here to serve a weak God. So if you say I, all things are in you, I'm going to explore everything about you. I'm going to do what? Or I'm going to be exploited about everything out there. All right, we're going somewhere. The heart of a what? Man's, the man's heart plans his what? His what? His ways. So the question is, who's planning the way? Somebody say, I am. 
But who's directing the steps? God. Now the question becomes, could it be where I am is because of my plan? And my plan is according to my steps. So if I don't like where I am, I got to look at my steps. And I'm looking at my steps because of my plan. So the question becomes, what is my plan? And what am I using? What is the protocols according to the plan that I'm using to get to where I'm trying to go? Are y'all staying with me? Now, I want you to understand, go to Proverbs 7, 4, excuse me, now. Go to Proverbs 4. Come on, you're in church. We're going to learn this thing. Proverbs 4, 7 through 9. Proverbs 4, 7 through 9. All right, here we go. Wisdom is the what? Principle thing. Therefore, get what? Wisdom. In all thy getting, get what? Understanding. Exalt her. Isn't that something? Is a her. I like, God, what's wrong with he? Man, y'all better, hey. Hey. Exalt her. I don't know about you. I love her. Every morning, I need her. All right. Don't, I'm not cheating on my wife. Don't, you ain't gotta, don't put, take it off of speed down. And she will promote you. Uh-oh. I don't know. I ain't got no promotion. I don't know why they, they just don't like me. They just, they, 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 you know, they've been hating on me since I got here. I just don't understand. I'm smiling while I'm saying it. And she will do what? Promote you. She will bring you what? Win you what? The question is, what have you been embracing? Wisdom is the what? Principal thing. How many of you know God gives you preemptive planning before you even enter a thing? Most Christians are shocked in everything. Which means you're already, already ready to be set by a certain temperature based on what's about to happen because you wasn't preemptive in understanding pre-entering to where you're trying to go. So wisdom being the principal thing Therefore, get it. Get it. Now, it's interesting because remember, Jesus said, I know the plans. And he said, you're going to make the plan based on what I had. And when you make the plan, you got to realize I'm going to set the steps. So wisdom Cannot go before knowledge, though. Knowledge is accumulation of information. Wisdom teaches you how to uh, extrapolate the information that you have. Are y'all staying with me? Come on, don't clock out. You need this. Knowledge is accumulation of what? Information. Wisdom sets the balance in how you use that information. So you can have knowledge, but without wisdom, you don't know the way. All right, we're going somewhere. So knowledge is not all in all, because without wisdom, you don't know the way to do it.
So knowledge is an accumulation of information. Understanding is grasping, comprehension, interpreting of, of interpretation of that information. So that's understanding. Okay? Now, but wisdom is the application of information. Which one understands? Y'all got it? Wisdom is the ability to discern and judge which aspects of knowledge are true. So wisdom sets the bar in principle of what you're actually doing. You know why many are not interested in that? Because you just learn to pray. You know what the problem is? You can pray all day if you're not getting instruction. The Bible say pray and I'll show you things you do not know of. So if you're just praying and you're not interested in information, you having a one-sided conversation. You want God to hear you, but you don't want to hear God. That's one-sided. What do you do with people who keep talking? Okay. What do you do with people who keep talking and not listening to you? And they call you. What do y'all do? Stop lying. What you do? You look at that phone, don't you? And what you do? And you text back like you were busy. I know what you do. I'm in a store, girl. I can't hear you. I'll call you back. I'll call you back. Knowledge is one step. Wisdom comes from God. Somebody say that with me. Wisdom what? Comes from God. The way it comes from God is seeing through Christ. Christ the wisdom of God. Christ the power of God, the Bible says. Christ the wisdom and the power of So when I sing Christ, I embed the power and the wisdom so I know the legs that I'm about to walk into. I have the legs to walk into where I'm going. Are y'all staying with me? I can know it, but not know how to walk it. So it's one thing to say, I saw God say. It's another thing to say, I'm walking into what God said. Y'all better hear me. Come on. I, I, I'm learning how to walk into what he said. So wisdom is principle. Wisdom is what? Until you learn to deal with every situation with wisdom, you're already setting yourself up for failure. Until you learn how to deal with what? Every situation with what? You're already setting yourself up for failure. I say set yourself. They didn't set you. You set your yourself because you're going in with your own information and you know not as you ought to know how to deal with things so you need wisdom in dealing with all that you deal with and the bible say embrace her embrace her love her she'll teach you she'll teach you honor she'll, she'll honor you she'll help you to understand somebody say wisdom is the principal thing Romans 8, 14. We're going somewhere. Y'all stand with me. 
Romans 8, 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the what? Sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to what? Fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by which we cry, Abba, Father. Abba, Father. The spirit himself, I'm sorry, where, where we are? The spirit himself bears witness. The spirit himself does what? It bears witness with what? His spirit bared witness with your spirit that you were what? So you knew that you was a child of God. You don't know why you knew, but you knew. You know why? Because somebody bared witness with your spirit. How do you know you're saved? You know because of spirit bared witness with your spirit. Can you see it? No. So when people say, how, how are you saved? How many of you are like, well, I don't really know because I just knew when I knew. I knew that I know that I knew when I knew. Because something bear witness with your spirit. Can you say amen? To know that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs. Somebody say heirs. So if you're a child, you're what? If you're a child, you're what? Okay, so what is an heir? It's a recipient of what the promise or the inheritance is. Are we recipients of what? What are the promises? All that God has, what does God have? How many? Come on, church, how much? I'm just making sure we understand it. Okay? Heirs of God and joint heirs with who? With Christ. If we indeed suffer with him, that we also be glorified together. Now, I want you to understand, because the Bible is trying to tell us something. He's saying that we have plans and promises that God is trying to teach us to walk out. And he's saying if we're led by the Spirit, we should know that we are sons of God. If we stay lead, being led continually by the Spirit, we know that we're sons of God. We know. Somebody say, we know. In fact, the Bible says that this is the confidence that we have in him, that we know that we know that we come on say it with me that we this is the confidence that we have in him that we know when we pray that we have the petitions that we said so the devil knows that he got to stop you from the confidence of knowing your fight has been the wrong fight he don't care about your car if he got your confidence. He don't care about your house if he got your confidence. He don't care about your money if he got your confidence. You know why? Because if he got your confidence, you're going to stop with yourself. All right, we're going to understand something. That's why as much is given, much is required. Why? Because you don't have the confidence on the level of requirement. All right, maybe this is too much. Hallelujah. Every level has a different element that has to obtain itself for the level employee have a different mindset than a manager man have a different mindset than a ceo millionaire has a different mindset than a, a, a thousand air we all have the same 24 hours though You know, they just, uh, we all have the same 
So I want you to understand God is trying to show us something about what and how we are transacting our walk. Are y'all help understanding what I'm saying? So God is trying to say, you're an heir. You are an heir. But you have to know how to align yourself with me by the Spirit. Alignment. Somebody say alignment. By the Spirit. With me. So you got to realize that Jesus is saying you are children of God. And the devil wants to take your confidence about who you are. When you're unconfident, watch this, you're double-minded. So you know why we come into church and we feel like we don't, because we don't, we don't know. And he's trying to teach us to what? That's why he said, listen, don't even let sin stop you. Sin wasn't your problem. Okay, hold, hold, wait, wait, wait. Number one, what are you calling sin? What is sin? How many of you know what sin is? Okay, I'm going to give you a quick definition of sin. You ready? Sin is missing the mark. Sin is not a moral code. It can be if you, pre, you already missed the mark. But he dealt with that. Sin is anything to you that you're not doing by what he gave you to do. Can you say amen? So the question is, I have to learn how to be led by the spirit because the word of God is in me now. Somebody says it's in me. That's why I say don't try to live on the outside of you. It's in you now. The law is in your heart. It's in your inner part. Somebody says it's in me. So if the word is in me, I'm governed by the word inside. If I'm not aware of my insides, how can I walk by, with God? And how can I be led by God? If it's not on my... So God is saying, I put the word in your inward parts. That's why he said they read the scriptures thinking that it gives them eternal life, and, and they don't know it points to the person of eternal life. What was he saying? He's saying you cannot know me on the outskirts of things because the Bible is an inspired word. Somebody say an inspired word. It's inspired. It's living, but it's inspired. That's why he said the world won't understand the Bible. I still don't understand why churches tell the world to go read the Bible. It's impossible for them to understand it. So if they can't understand the Bible, why would you tell them to go read it? What they're supposed to be reading is you. What they're supposed to be reading is you. Why did you stop them from coming to me? If you've seen me, you have seen the... Uh-oh, where is the father? Okay, we're going somewhere. Where is the father? Where is Jesus? So really, God was trying to bring them to you. You keep trying to bring them to him. All right, well, uh, let me break this down a little bit better here. Tell somebody, it starts with me. Could it be they're supposed to see the body to see him? 
but the body's excusing itself and keep pushing them to him, not knowing they need a witness to even get to him. Jesus needed a witness to even declare his name on earth. Who was Jesus' witness? Peter. Who was the witness? What did he do? Prepare the what? He did what? Okay, if he didn't need a witness, what is he doing preparing the way? Okay. You can't get a salvation without a way prepared. The church is the way prepared for the person to receive Jesus. Y'all got to hear this. God is trying to get the body prepared to be the way so they can know the way. But we keep saying, no, I'm not the way, and just take Jesus. And they're like, I don't know him. I'm dirty. I'm not worthy. Just take Jesus. And Jesus said, what are you doing? They're not strong enough to take him. No, let them take you. And by taking you, they're going to learn me. That's why we excuse ourselves from the responsibility. No, just, you know, I don't want no glory. When the Bible says the grace of God for your glory, you know why you don't want it? Because something is still controlling you. So you have two natures still activated. But when you're already in him, you know it's not for you as you're making it like that. That's why we have split lives. That's why we have what? Who told you you, you couldn't be a prophet and a businesswoman? My, prop, my business is prophetic. Okay, I want to help somebody out. See, when you braid in hair, you prophesying. This is a prophetic business. Shot, Tyler. Everything my hands touch with is grease. And when you leave this room, woo! Oh, you got the oil right there. Every the, the person can't even get out the door right. I don't know. I just feel different. Yeah, everything that I, I don't care if I'm cutting grass. I'm cutting it unto the glory of the Lord. We live split lives. You don't understand. Every time I have a conversation with a Christian, you know, we do the church thing and then we do, everything is split. Hey, what are you talking about? Brother, every business we have, you didn't know that was the will of God? Oh, you thought I was split lives. Oh, you, you better look at next year because you're going to be a jealous. Oh, you don't, you don't see that in ministry. Oh, that's the problem. That's the problem. You only think prayer is for your church. You don't know it's for your cubicle. You don't know it's for your business. You don't know it's for your workplace. You don't know it for what God has said. God said, I'm going into every system, every ecosystem, everything, every business, every economic system. I'm going to bring my kingdom in. But you just want a church. I'm going, I don't, you don't know. I'm going into every system, sweetheart. You know, I'm in college to get my six-figure job. No, wrong. 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 You only work six figures? You already wrong. <laughs> Is that what you worked as a child of God? 
I'm sorry, I'm gonna live above that. That's your standard? Is that your worth? When you got Christ in you? I hope I'm helping somebody in this place. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, you, 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 you keep conditioning yourself. And you're confused living a double life. Because you put him in a box. You think he's only for church. They say, oh, that's why you don't like to pray. Oh, there ain't no motivation out of that. I can just wait till before church to get my five minutes. But when I need the mind of God to go to the office, when I need the mind of God to write this business plan, when I need the mind of God to orchestrate his plans inside of this thing, now we got a different conversation. Somebody say amen. You keep thinking it was your plan. You keep thinking it was your what? I just don't want, I think it's just too big. It's just going to make me feel like I'm lusting or if it's making me feel a kind of way. Of course, if you're feeling that way, you may not have the capacity of the way yet. So maybe you're right. It's not for you. But it's nothing wrong with that. No, 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 no. It's nothing wrong with that. That's where you are right now. But the, 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 be careful, though. Don't make it a doctrine. What did I just say? Don't make it a doctrine, though. It's okay if that's your level. I'm at my level, too. We're all at our level. Amen. Just don't make it a doctrine. Because if I make your level my level, or you, make, you try to make your level my level, then we have a problem. Because as soon as you level it, you say God is in the box. Y'all better hear me. No, 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 no. Don't level it like that. God is waiting for you to have something else more to, to pray about. God is still taking territory. I don't know about y'all didn't know that. He's still doing what? He's still bringing the kingdom into the ecosystem of the world. So what part of that he don't need to be in? What part? Can you say amen? I declare that your plans are about to be activated in the name of Jesus. I said they're going to be activated in the name of Jesus. You're going to have a reason to pray. You're going to have a reason to walk by the Spirit. You, I, come on, I say you're going to have a reason to walk by the Spirit. Hallelujah. You need the Spirit just to manage your money. What you talking about? Your mismanagement because you're not walking with him. In fact, stop limiting yourself. I know maybe people before you didn't have as much as you have, but that's a limit on you. Many of you have more capacity than you're actually living out. But the problem is you keep defaulting to what, they, what, what you're beating of what's not you. Well, at least I'm better than the rest of them. So that's your measure. If that's the case, I can sit down and chill out all day. I just live right here. Wee. 
And every time you go to family reunion, I know I'm better than you. 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 Who haven't I made it in here? Is that your measure? But when you come into the presence of God and you start to interface his plan, that thing messes you up. It's as if everything falls apart. I thank God for my house. But you know what? When I'm in the face of the Spirit of God, I feel like it's so small. Hey, God, everything just looks like it means nothing. I, I need, I, so why? Because he owns everything. He owns everything. Somebody say everything. You know the problem is you keep hearing stuff only. I'm teaching you about a spirit. I'm teaching you about a what? The spirit. There's a spirit that you start to create your environment. There's a spirit. There's the spirit of money. There's the spirit of access. You know spirits more than you think you know. You know how you know it? Because every time somebody come with a bad one, you know it. Watch this. And they get the job done. You know why? Because you walk off. So you don't know spirits already working and doing the job. Because you keep leaving territory. Oh, Jesus. That's why he say, Joshua, none of them jokers going in. Because I told them it was theirs, but they were too afraid to enter in. Only Joshua and Caleb stuck to my word and say, I'll take it on because you said it. The question is, what did God say? So I've given it over to your hands. Hey, Moses, hey, go check out the territory. I don't like it. They got messy people over there. I don't know. I, I, mm -mm, I know that. They just against my blessing. You stay on this side. We got to train you a little better. Because I don't know who told you. You was going to go through any gate without a key. I don't know who told you. You was going to get through any gate without a key. And demons are holding gates because the church don't have no keys. And when you get a key, you walk in the confidence as a son and daughter and you open the door and go through it. It's not about people. It's about you. I prepared a table before you in the presence. I said in the presence. In the presence. That means your enemy needs to see your blessing. He needs to see it so he can see that God was faithful for you. I prepared the table in the presence of the enemy. The problem is you keep getting up from the table. So you already showed you're not ready for the table. You keep responding to illegitimate voices. Illegitimate voices. Illegitimate Who told you you had to respond? Who told you? You know why? We feel we need to respond. 
because you're still making a name for yourself. And the name you're still making for yourself is stopping you from the exploration of what God is trying to make for you. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? Can you say amen? So I want you to understand. Hallelujah. Can y'all give me 10 minutes? Go to Hebrews 12, too. Hebrews 12, too. I'm going to help you get through this thing. Watch this. Looking unto who? Jesus, the what? So he authored it, and he's the finisher of our what? Which means faith is not just a starting point. Faith also has a finishing point. I haven't heard a message throughout my lifetime about finishing faith. I always hear about starting faith. And what it made us do is crippled in the middle. Because there's a finishing to your faith. Let me continue. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy, somebody say the joy, who for the joy that was set before him, he did what? He endured the cross, and what else? He despised the what? Shame, and did what? He was able to sit down because he knew who he was. For the joy that was set, he did what? Let me stop right there. You don't have endurance for what you don't see. You know why you don't can't endure? You don't see. It's not enough to fight for. Are y'all sticking with what I'm saying? You know why you keep cussing back? Because you didn't have enough endurance. You didn't have enough endurance because you couldn't see. If I said there's a million dollars behind these two double doors, I said everybody be quiet, for, uh, uh, don't talk for the rest of the day. I probably won't hear nothing. You know why? You have an endurance to shut your mouth for what you see behind the door. So the value of what's behind the door gave you endurance to stand. Oh, y'all got to hear me. The problem is God is trying to give you eyes to see so you can stand. If you're still in your own yoke, though, there's nothing inspiring about that because you're just waiting on God to fix it. It look like we already done today. If you are still in your what? If it's just about me going pay a bill, I don't know about y'all, that ain't inspiring to me. I don't need much prayer for that. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Amen, glory to God. Let's go to work. You know why? Because all you see 
is that and to go home. Grab your Budweiser before you hit the couch. Look how the, look how the saints act new. <laughs> Sorry, saints, I know we act new. You, 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 ain't no judgment, no, no, no hurt. You, you don't realize why you need to pray for that. You know that, you know it come on Thursday. I mean, anybody would be bored in prayer for just if that's the vision. God, I thank you. I thank you. And I just thank you. How many of you want to learn how to inspire your prayer? Come on, how many of you want deeper prayers? Oh, the church don't want any. How many of you want deeper prayers? If you're going to grow in God, know that you're building an economy. How much of the promise have we taken on so far? Let's set the measure. How much have the promise you taken on? Where's the promise of communication? Where's the promise of a healthy family? Where's the health and the wealth in every area of your life? Let's set the measure first. If my measure have not met the requirement, why don't I have enough prayer? What's the requirement? The requirement might be to communicate right with my wife today. So to do that effective, I need enough containment to control myself. So I got something to pray about. Lord, thank you. Father, I pray that you come. See, see, we don't have anything because there's no expectation. And the reason why there's no expectation because our doctrine told us that God just going to take it all. But I don't know who told you that. When God said, I already put it all in you. He said, work out your, uh-oh, work out your what? Which means whatever you're looking for out of me, you better pull it out of you. Whatever you are in me, you're going to learn to pull it out of. I'm tired of going in cycles. Good. Pull it out of you. I'm tired of doing the same thing. Good. Pull it out of you. I'm tired of arguing the same way. Good. Pull the thing out of you. Tell somebody, pull the word out of you. Get that word out of you and let it wrap you. Get it out of you and let it what? Let it wrap you. Come on, we got more work to do real quick. I'm going to get you to your red beans and rice. Just hold one second. Looking unto who? Jesus, the author and the what? Finisher of our what? Our faith. Who for the joy that was for the joy for the joy, which means you got to stay long enough to see something. Say that with me. I have to stay long enough to see something. Say it again. I have to stay long enough to see something. If I do not see anything, I don't have anything that contains for the, uh, the, 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 the grace of God, the containment of God to hold for, to do something. Even Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me, and he's anointed me to 
do. Faith without doing is dead. Which means it wasn't faith. It means it wasn't, it was believing. It wasn't, it's the problem today. Everybody call faith everything. That's not faith. Faith don't have doubt. Faith don't have depression. See, uh, we, I wish we gonna hashtag this and put this all over. Yeah, I'm telling you that. It doesn't work like that. You don't have it like that. You believe. It's okay to believe into faith. You don't have faith and have that too. That's a lie. That's a demon theology. Doctrines of devils has infiltrated the church. Now we're borrowing half lies. We tell you to keep that and you can have that too. It's not about judging anyone. It's about saying, no, I, if I take the expectation away from who God really is, it means why even trust in God? That's why he said you made the word of God to no effect. Nobody want to go to your church. I believe the power on the TV more than I believe in your God. It's a statement of who God is. God don't have a problem with your problem, but just don't change the doctrine. God don't have a problem with your what? That's a blessing. Thank God. Because if I have many problems, we have many problems. But guess what? He don't have a problem with my problem. He do have a problem when I put a period where he just put a comma. You keep putting a period and all he did was put a comma. Can you say amen? Go verse 3. For consider him who endured such hostility. From who? How many sinners are bothering you? Against himself, least you become weary and what? Discouraged. Now he's telling you, consider him who already went through it. Least you become what? Discouraged in your souls. Okay? You, verse 4, we, we got to get to this. You have not yet what? You have not yet what? Resisted to bloodshed, striving against sin, and you have forgotten the exhortation that speaks to you as sons. My son, do not despise the chasing of the Lord, nor uh, dis, uh, discourage when you are rebuked by him. Now, I want you to understand there's a revelation of resistance. And resistance is saying that the, until you learn to get the empowerment of Christ, you're not resisting what the enemy is going to bring to you. But if you don't know what sin is, you're going to stay doing what you do. Because your reach is only to do a good moral code. You feel like sin as long as you don't say the wrong word. Sin is making sure that I just, I just stay right for today. Let me tell you something. You can't control that. You can't control yourself like that. You need the grace of God. Somebody say, I need the grace of God. Which means you're not good by yourself. How many of you know you're not good by yourself? How many of you know you're not good by yourself? I tried to stop myself from doing many things. What'd you do?
How many ever said, I'll never do this? I was joking with the young adults. I told them what I never did. And they were like, whoa, all right, pastor, yeah. Because see, lust is nonstop. It's a continuation. It lies. Say this with me. Lust lies. Lust gives you to say, hey, you just need this to be better. And then you take that and be like, wait, I got more for you. And it's never ending. It's never satisfied. The goal is to make you kill yourself. All right. I know. We got to go. I know. I know. I know. The goal is to what? You say, how do you make me kill myself? Because anything of the flesh, it has its own desire. And through its desire, watch this, it knows the life of that life. It's wrong already. You feel it because you desire better, but you don't know how to get better. But the fact that you desire it and you don't know how to get it, you're double-minded. So it makes you look at yourself by yourself. And while you're doing that, it's going to secure you in substances to fulfill yourself. I'm not mad at cigarette smokers, but how many of y'all know the history of cigarette smoke creates what? Cancer. Is that right? That was interesting. I can know it creates and can kill me, but I keep. So the question is, why do I keep doing what's going to kill me? It helps me kill my You got to understand it. Like I said, it's not a judgment on smokers. We, we all need deliverance. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? We all need help. But I'm helping you understand. See, it, boy, it, 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 it's going to help you wear yourself out based on your choices. So the Bible says choose life. Somebody say choose life. God wants you to choose life, choose the word. And we got to learn to choose the word so we can stop choosing the other way. But you got to understand what the word is. And that word is trying to bring you life. The word, saints, the word, young adults, is bigger than just salvation. I know you're not inspired just to be saved because you saw church people. That's not inspiring all the time either. Because I saw them shout and then cuss somebody out around the corner. I'm not motivated by that. I know you got your story. I saw Deacon at the club. Ah. I know you're not motivated by that either. I just, I know what they say, but I just see their attitude. I just, mm, mm, mm. You're not going to be motivated by what we call salvation on people. You know what do motivate you? You ready? The light and the blessing. You know why? Because you can't despise it. I see how you respond. 
have a church meeting in a little shack. Message be powerful. Have a church meeting in a mansion. You awoke. Oh, you didn't know people responses? Because the exploration of the blessing grabs the hearts of influence. I wish I had time. You got to know the realms of influence. So God is trying to make a name for himself with his body. But his body don't know more than the thing that already came with him when they received him. So God is calling us to say, hey, I need you to live beyond where you've been. Bigger than what you saw. What if you write about what you've been judging? But I'm just trying to teach you how you, what if you're the teacher of that? I always say atheists are some of the, listen to me, if they just change the name and change their heart, you're right. They know what Christians are supposed to be. I say, why don't you be one? Show us the way. Show us the what? What if that's your revelation that you're supposed to bring to the church? So don't live in a deficit of what's wrong. Train yourself and prove yourself why it's right. Study to show your what? Self-approve. And come to us and say, hey, this is the way. How you get there? Can you say amen? We got to get to a place where we learn to abide in that word. And we're not bewitched. God is calling us to walk in principle application of life today. And we got to learn to hear. We got to learn to stay with him. Stop getting bewitched by the wells and the wiles of the world, the systems, the, 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 the bewitchment of the mind is, is beyond measure today. In the church, we are bewitched. And God is saying, I need you to get back to the spirit. He said, after starting in the spirit, who made you to be perfected in the flesh? So the flesh profits nothing. The spirit is life. Somebody say the spirit is life. The spirit is life. And if the spirit is life, everything has to start and end with the spirit. Everything has to what? With the spirit. Do not run with doctrines that do not, it's not conducive with the truth that lies with the spirit. Oh, yeah, hear what I'm saying? Somebody says by the spirit. Somebody says by the spirit. It's not by your skin color either. I said it's not by your skin color either. Y'all know pastor's not afraid. See, no, I, I, see, you know, they don't know what the true Jews are. Oh, yeah, I'm going to touch it. See, you go from Christ to now you perfected by the flesh. They don't know who this is. Are you angry? People are twisted. We're going to show the blacks. You're going to show what we always were. You see how the room got quiet? 
I know it's hard conversations. It's hard. You see, we went from spirit, watch this, to flesh that fast. That fast. See how quick it is? That quick. One conversation, boom. I was in the spirit, but now I'm in the flesh. Somebody say, whether Jew? Come on, say it, whether Jew? A Gentile? Slave? Or free? We're one in Christ. We're what? We're what? Okay, don't ever forget the Christ. You know why the Christ is by the Spirit. You better know that you know. Are you going to believe a doctrine? Watch this, that take you out of the way. Y'all, are y'all getting this? See, you don't know the way because you don't know it's your doctrine. It was by the Spirit. Go, go with me, really quickly. Can, can, can I give y'all a scripture for dangerous doctrine? Y'all want a scripture for dangerous doctrine? Dangerous theology? Go to Romans 2, 25. If anybody ever brings you dangerous theology, you tell them it's by the Spirit. You tell them it's by what? It's not by your skin color. It's by the Spirit. We've been engrafted in Christ Jesus. Whether Gentile, you've been in what? Stop with the black and white. Be careful with that. You can go to hell for that. I said you can go to hell for that. They're like, I heard hell in a long, hell in a long time. Okay, let me tell you how you can go to hell for that. If you reject your brother who is white or Mexican or Chinese, Jesus said that root of bitterness is going to defile your grace. So because you rejected them, I got to reject you. Because you've been fighting for black, not Christ. You've been fighting for color, not Christ. I never told you to go preach any message. But Christ Jesus and him crucified. And if they can see Christ, they'll see all things that's possible for them. Don't let your experience be the root of your bondage to defile doctrines. You're so colored that they can put people on TV and you believe it. We're defiled. We don't listen to the prophets. We're defiled. Now we get to these places. It was their own who's wrong. I need God. God was trying to prerequisite you before. Many of us already knew what's going on. We already prepared. We've been prepared alone. Everything you're looking at today, we already knew. That's why we were trying to prepare the way. It's new to you if you don't know. But God was trying to protect you. The problem is nobody's listening. He said, I don't do anything until I reveal it to my prophets, the church. The problem is we only listen to a certain degree. So it don't matter. We raise signs. When you're in rebellion, you don't hear. Oh, they're not preachers today. I heard what the news say. So then we stop being your preacher. Pastor who? Let him be his own salvation. I know, yeah. Limited liability. So God even have to teach you when you walk with him, 
how to walk with people who are going to spill the juice and slip in it when you try to put a top on it. And you're going to help them up and you're going to keep walking them. I know you told them. But that's how you died to this life. It's new to you. You got to be careful. There's a lot of bewitchment going on. And if you still have an itchy ear for excitement and good preaching, you're already behind. Oh, you know, see, see, What that scripture I tell y'all go? Hallelujah. I'm done with you. I'm done. What is, what is this for dangerous theology? All right. Dangerous theology. All right. Y'all ready? For circumcision is indeed profitable if one keeps the what? Keeps the law. But if you are the breaker of the law, your circumcision has become what? Okay, Next. Therefore, if any uncircumcised man keeps the what? Righteous requirement of the law will not his uncircumcision be counted as circumcision. Next. And will not the physical uncircumcised, if he fulfills the law, judge who, even with your written code and circumcision, are the transgressors of the law? For he is not a Jew. He is not a what? No. You thought you who who wants to be Jews or whatever you want to be. He is not a what? Jew. He is one what? If he's not one outwardly, how can we keep fighting each other with our skin? Why you keep fighting skin? Didn't he just say he's not a what? Outward what? Nor is circumcision that which is outward in the what? Next. But he is a Jew who is one what? And the circumcision is that of the what? In the what? Not in the letter. Not in the what? Not in the what? The Bible says stop having crazy conversations with people who don't know the spirit. Don't argue too long. You just need a few scriptures. Tell somebody, just a few. The circumcision that is of the heart, in the spirit, in the what? So the heart, in the what? And not of the what? Not of the letter. Whose praise is not from men, but is from God. What I want you to understand is, and why I'm going there, this is not personal to nobody. I want you to understand some things in us, we still have doctrines that's keeping us out of the way. And everything matters and everything counts. If you're not doing things by the spirit, you don't have the wisdom to calculate through the knowledge of God, which part of you keep clocking you out of the reality of you that you're supposed to be. Don't fight a fight that God did not give you.
I say don't fight. Be careful of your groups, your environment. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. No money, no body, no person is that important. Well, you're going to violate principles to submit to some crazy doctrine. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Roots causes people to compromise. Roots causes people to what? And when the roots are exposed, if they're not dealt with, people have need for something to blame because it's still personal. And God want to deal with the personal so you can learn to be principal. Stand to your feet if you can. God is wanting us to make a definite decision about our walk. What is the plan that you have in you? God is trying to get your heart so he can set your way. If God has your heart, he has your plan. If God has your what? He has your, if he has your plan, watch this. He wants to release wisdom to you so you can walk. You have to realize the truth of the word is the power of the word. The what? You got to let the word wrap you. Let the word what? Don't just listen to the word. Don't just believe it. Let it wrap you. Fall in love with it. Fall in what? Let it be life-giving. The word that I speak, they are spirit and there is what? So the word is, an, because it's an inspired word, everything that you're going to live from is through inspiration of it. If you're not inspired by your word, you can't live that word. If you're not what? It takes the inspiration of a word. So as you're learning the word, get excited about the word. Let the word do its thing inside of you. And allow the word to check you because wisdom will check you. Wisdom will what? It'll check your doctrine. It'll check your deficit. So why you getting in prayer? We try to tell God what we think. No, no, stop that. Let wisdom tell you what you need to think. Oh, God, that's what that is. The world is coming to nothing. But you have eternal life. I say the world is coming to nothing. But you have what? Eternal life. If you, if we don't get to the yoke of God, we're going to be woe out. The devil is after us, wearing the saints out day by He wants to wear you out. And when you woe out, you stand down. When you woe out, you what? You started with principles. Singles, you started with. When you woe out, I'll take any cute thing. 
You didn't see how he moved that muscle. You, you had principles. Men, when you wear out, you go after any dress. You settle. And God is trying to let us know, hey, I need the church to wake up. I know you're in the church. I got to get the church out of the church so they can be the church. You know why we listen the way we listen? Because you just want to have church. I don't have messages for church people. I have, church, I have messages for, 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 for the church that wants to live in purpose. I don't want to just encourage you. I want to, to, to see a change that remains and produces. A giving up on yourself is a giving up on. See, see you got to see this. You got to see this. You're not giving up on yourself. When you give up on yourself, you're giving up on God. Because he's my life. And because he provided mercy for me, there is no way I should be giving up on my... Because I'm not saved for my name's sake. I'm saved for... So if it's for his name's sake, he's going to forgive me because he got to make his name great. Saints, you had plans in the beginning of the year. And God is trying to perfect your plans. But I know you're going to live those plans when I know the capacity of his grace is walking with you. I want to pull you out into your purpose, your destiny of living of what God has called you to live. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? How many of those churches are shutting down every day? How many of y'all know churches are shutting down? Every single day. You know why? Because people are getting tired. People are getting wore out. But how many know we ain't shutting down? You know why we not? Because we don't just have a church plan. We have a destiny plan. We have a world plan. We have a job plan. We have you walking in the spirit plan. Your economy is at hand. How many of you know your life can be changed right now? I say right now. It's a decision. It's a what? It's a decision. There are times you're going to want to feel like you give up. How many of you felt like you wanted to give up? And my hand is up. How many of you felt like you wanted to give up? Okay. But see, Jesus helped you to realize, hey, remember you already gave up. So let me live. 
Remember you already. So let me. Let, hey, that changed the story right there. That means I don't have any expectations for me. I have it for him. Let him live. Lift your hands. Father, I thank you for calling us out of the grave. Thank you for calling us out of the grave into the marvelous light. Teach us how to be wrapped in your word. God, we need you. Father, there is nothing too hard for you. I want you to know there is nothing too hard for you. Saints, there's nothing too hard for him. Under the sound of my voice, many of you are feeling like, God, I'm dealing with all of this stuff. I've come to tell you there's nothing too hard for him. Through wisdom, he's going to give you understanding. Through his power, he's going to help you stand. And having an all to stand, you're going to learn to stand. He wants to help you to know the way. But you want, he wants to wrap you in his word. His plans are good for you. I declare the self-abuse stop today. I say self-abuse stop today. You say, what is self-abuse? Everything that I allow being done to me are doing to myself that's not conducive to your word God I command it to stop right now father I pray over each and every one of your people today help them God heal them make them whole lead them God teach them to run to you every need that they have let them know God that you paid the price and it's already done thank you for the finished work thank you for the finished work repeat after me father god today i thank you for being god good father the lover of my son thank you for dying on the cross and shedding your blood today I commit and submit my life. I repent of everything I've done known and unknowingly. We loose it now and I let it go. Today, I receive your word as a son and daughter and I receive the life, the power, the power the power work in me. I know I'm free. And when the sun sets free, it's free indeed. So today, I stand on your word. I believe your word. I receive your word. And I walk in it to eternal life. In Jesus' name. Come on, give God a hand clap in this place. Come on. Hallelujah.
You may be seated for a moment as we prepare our tithes and offering and receive it. Before I sit down, I want you to commit yourself to greater prayers and greater commissioning of, of things with God, greater relationships. How many of you know when you go to the doctor, you have a problem, what do they usually give you? A diagnosis, a prescription. Some of the prescription in the body of Christ, listen, 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 listen. Can I help you with something? I want to prescribe you today. I want to prescribe you today. I want to do what? If you've been dealing with mental issues, you ready? I'm going to give you a prescription. You need prayer and fasting. I want you to go one day, half a day if you can't do a whole. Half a day if you what? If God told you to do a Daniel, do your Daniel. But you need what? So what's the prescription? For mental issue. If it don't get off the first day, do two days. Do how many? Do two days. Report back to me. Tell me how the prescription works. If you have money issues y'all ready prescription i want you to go back and see number one what is your history with money what have you been following what are the patterns that you've been following have you cheated anything repent are you cheating to get by because you feel like you need it Stop cheating. That's mistrusting in God. Everybody, I'm ready for the prescription. See, I'm giving you the prescription. Repent. Stop cheating. And look at the pattern that you keep following. And start using the word of God for his pattern. Start praying for his pattern. Cry out for wisdom for his pattern. If you can't do that and hold it, guess what? You need to pray and what? Fast. Half a day. If it don't work in half, do a... What I'm trying to share with you, your problem is not too hard for God. It wasn't if God was able. It, the problem is, is our willingness. It was what? It was the whole time our, because where there's bewitchment, we're not willing. Line everything up with the word of God and submit yourself to the house of God that you said you are a part of. Do not go in the same doctrine because you're going to recycle your, your same system. If you want a new thing in your life, you got to learn something new. Can you say amen? If you want a new thing in your life, you got to what? Doing the same thing, the same way, the same, tell somebody, I'm coming in anew. Hallelujah. Come on, give God a hand clap in that. 
Come on, I declare you're going to be new. It's that quick. Somebody say transformation. Yeah, that quick. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to give our tithes. You can give by text 214-214-4055. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. As you are listening to our announcements and preparing your tithes, listen to our announcements. Hallelujah. All that God is doing here at Believer's Connection Church. Stay tuned for our weekly announcements.